Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I want to talk about riding out eight anxiety triggering feelings. And this is going to be kind of interesting because the eight feelings I want to talk about are uncomfortable feelings, obviously, or they wouldn't be triggering. Most of you are not triggered by joy. So I want to get into this, but it isn't all negative. This is actually a nice new kind of formula for you to be able to look at these uncomfortable feelings, eight of them that we're going to talk about that you are very familiar with, I am sure. But before I get to that, I want to tell you about a book that you guys have already heard me talk about, because I've talked about How to Be Yourself by Ellen Hendrickson before. It's a great book and it can help you to conquer social anxiety. And I'm thrilled to let you know that it's now out in paperback, featuring a brand new conversation with introvert expert Susan Kane. If you struggle with social anxiety, how to be yourself can help you think through the noise and quiet your inner critic. You deserve to feel confident in any social situation. You can purchase How to Be Yourself at bit.ly slash H-T-B-Y anxiety. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash H-T-B-Y anxiety. And now let's get into these eight anxiety triggering feelings. In an attempt to not feel our feelings, the painful ones, because we usually don't try to uh, get rid of, distract from, or push down the comfortable feelings, the ones we quote like, the quote positive feelings, but feelings are feelings and they're all meant to be felt. So today's focus is on the eight anxiety triggering feelings. And so like I was saying, in an attempt to not feel our feelings, these painful ones, we bury them. This, of course, just moves them deeper, but they are not gone. And that's why we learn 
in these podcasts and working with me or being in the group, this is what we work on, on learning how to face and accept feelings, uncomfortable feelings. And we do this in order to heal because all feelings were meant to be felt, not just the fun ones. So recently I listened to a TED Talk and I'll put it uh, the link to that in the show notes. And this was with Dr. Joan Rosenberg. And she has come up with what she calls the Rosenberg formula. And I thought that was kind of cool. And here's the formula, okay? One choice, eight feelings, and 90 seconds. So this is a great way for you to remember this. We talk about 90 seconds here all the time, a minute and a half, right? If we can get to safety, get the message of safety out to our brain and to our body, that we can actually stop fueling the fire. So 90 seconds seems to be a pretty popular number because this is what works, 90 seconds. So let's get into this just a tiny bit. Dr. Joan talks about one choice. So what is the one choice? The one choice we have to make when uncomfortable feelings arise is to stay with the feeling. You have seen me have, I have memes out on our page, uh, the Anxiety Coaches podcast page on Facebook with that, that just says stay. It's about being mindful. All of these things are the one choice. One choice, stay with the feeling, be present, be aware of the moment to moment feelings. No matter how we say it, the point is that's the choice you have to make. The other alternative is to push down, ignore, and then we get those feelings get stuck and suppressed. But to stay, to stay, to make that one choice to stay is to process the feelings. Processing our feelings means feeling them. And then let's talk a little bit about the eight feelings. I'm sure you're going to be familiar probably with some of these more than uh, others, but you'll know all of them. Sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerable, embarrassment, disappointment, frustration. Those are eight uncomfortable feelings, wouldn't you say? We've all experienced them. And we all know also that these feelings can trigger us to feel more anxious than we had been prior. So we want to pay attention when these kinds of feelings come up because they can be a great reminder to us that what could be coming behind it if we do not look at it with the one choice to stay with it. Our anxiety grows from ignoring it, from pushing it down, uh, being wanting to run away from it. This is all anxious feelings. This is our fight and flight. We want to fight it or we want to run away from it. And all of those fuel 
the fire. We don't want to be fueling the fire. We talk about the cycle, right? The fear, adrenaline, fear cycle that just goes round and round. And we want to interrupt that wherever we can interrupt it. We talk about interrupting it with our body, by our breathing. We talk about interrupting it with our thoughts. And today we're talking about interrupting that cycle with one choice, staying with the feeling. And so 90 seconds, what is she talking about here with 90 seconds? The 90 seconds, as I said earlier, is what we talk about here when we're discussing the ability to let our body stop producing cortisol, adrenaline, all of our cascade of fear hormones. Once we get that message of safety, we all have that where we get the ability to be safe. Get that thought in our heads. After somebody cut you off on the highway and your heart starts beating and you just, you just missed maybe an accident or, um, you know, something that was totally out of your control. And then you go, oh my gosh. So you can be in the moment of feeling those feelings, the heart's racing, everything's going on, but you don't have to make stories up around it and have it continue on. You can say, wow, that was really close. And you can take a breath. You can almost feel I wanted to take a breath right there, right? And so you take the breath and you just realize, but I am safe now. And actually let your muscles relax just a little bit. Of course, you're alert still and you're driving, but you can relax your shoulders and have that deep breath and that nice, slow exhale. And within 90 seconds of of you telling your body and mind that you are safe, we did not get an accident and there isn't something happening right now, your body will stop producing adrenaline cortisol that would have been needed for you to deal with a close call or an accident or to get you to run. So 90 seconds, just like we always talk about. It's probably why I got so excited about her her uh, TED Talk because it just totally fell into place as to what we are always talking about here. Some of the other points that she came up with that I thought were interesting was changing your language. We have to pay attention to how we are talking to ourselves. Just like I'm saying in that close call, we have a choice where we can say, I'm going to, oh my gosh, I'm going to make the story up of what would have happened and where would I have pulled over and we're going so fast, it would have been a horrible accident. We can do that or we can change our languaging and just see that everything is okay right now and staying with that story. So that's keeping the story in the present moment versus some unknown future potential that our imagination can come up with. But also changing our language by using our feelings that I just discussed here, the sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, being vulnerable, embarrassed, disappointed and frustrated, all of those feelings, we can look at them as bad feelings, right? Most people would say, God, those are, those are pretty bad feelings. But in reality, feelings aren't good or bad. Feelings just are. It just is. It can be unpleasant. 
It can be uncomfortable, but it doesn't have to be black and white, good or bad. So why not change our language to reflect that by saying, I'm having an unpleasant or uncomfortable feeling versus a bad feeling. That'll keep us out of that black and white thinking, which is such a slippery slope when it comes to anxiety. Another thing uh, that she discussed was emotional strength and how emotional strength and confidence come from our ability to move through unpleasant feelings. So actually, when unpleasant feelings arise, it is our training ground. It is our place to become stronger We just like our muscles, I know people so get it with the body. We cannot build more muscle without really forcing those muscles to do very difficult, maybe unpleasant and uncomfortable work. And then they learn to get stronger. They tear down and they build up even bigger. And we want to be able to do this with our emotional feelings too. We want to be able to move through these unpleasant feelings and we become stronger and more confident. And nothing can help your anxiety more than to know that you can handle something. We talk about it all in the group and with my clients. We talk about how everyone is handling things, but what you have to come each and every one of you alone to come and realize inside yourself that you are handling it. And you get that emotional strength and confidence by moving through these unpleasant feelings. The body gets those physical sensations, right? From having these uncomfortable feelings, all of these we know when we feel helpless or anger, we can feel all this in our body. And so we feel this experience in our body first. And then we get the uh, thought comes in to, to be able to break it down. Oh, I'm feeling sad, but we felt it in our body first. And we don't like those feelings. Like we want to get away from those feelings. So we usually do everything we can to not experience those sensations. And I want to bring you back to what I said earlier is that this can begin the cycle of the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle by us wanting to get away from it. And that sends the message that gosh, there's something really wrong here. And so I got to stay on alert. I have to keep scanning the horizon for what's coming because there is a need to get away from this versus our being able to stay with it, to be present with the feelings. So the feeling in the body goes right along with that to stay with it. You don't have to push it away. You don't have to make it go away. It will go just like waves in the ocean. So even right now, if you took a second, where in your body are you experiencing perhaps some emotion or feelings right now? Maybe you're pretty neutral right now and there's not a lot going on, but maybe you are feeling something. Just take note of it right now. Where are you feeling? Where are you experiencing some emotion in your body? All of these different feelings are the ones that we need to move toward and through. These feelings of sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and frustration. These eight are the ones that we want to move toward so that we can move through them. And that comes right back to facing them and accepting them. 
That's acceptance, to be with it. And remember the 90 seconds. You had 90 seconds, 60 to 90 second wave of feeling from the mind to the body, just like a wave. It comes up, it lingers, you can really feel the height of it, and then it subsides always, always goes away. I often talk about the 90 seconds for the mind and the body to settle down to get you out of the cycle, and that is happening once we stop feeding the cycle. And you stop feeding it by facing it, accepting it, and using that one choice to stay with it. So remember, one choice, eight feelings, and 90 seconds. Embrace these feelings. They are the path back. They're the path back to being fully you, to being strong and confident and be knowing that you can handle these things that come up and that none of these feelings, the having them doesn't mean that there is something wrong and setting off that danger signal. It just is what is happening and it's okay to feel them just as much as it's okay to feel happiness and joy and love and peace. We don't have to take one section as good and one section as bad. We can take them all and experience them and let them flow through us. I hope today's show was helpful for you, and I'd love to hear from you. So you can either send us an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, or you can go on our website and send us a speak pipe if you would like to have your question answered on the show. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing, and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on Coaching One-on-One. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com with coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. We bury things so deep, we no longer remember there was anything to bury. Our bodies remember, our neurotic states remember, but we don't. And that's from Jeanette Winterson. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.